0: What does it mean to live life to the fullest, train to your potential, and perform at your best? Leave nothing on the table. That's a non-negotiable, is that I, I strive to be better every day. Because if I'm not on top of my game, how's anybody else going to follow me down the road?
1: Keep demanding more of yourself to, to live up to that potential and to stay hungry.
0: Training. Is progress you know when i look at the word training i think of steps baby steps to get somewhere that you want to be and that is basically your life journey
1: That's a mindset in itself man it's like it's not just about i know that for you a lot of that's about the physical but we're constantly in training whether it's growing our skill sets whether it's growing our physical bodies whether it's growing our relationships whatever and all of that's a training ground and that kind of goes back to the mindset that we just talked about
0: you underestimate yourself and you don't even start but then once you start, you often surpass what you thought you could do.
1: Perform at your best, mate. That's that's sort of what life is all about. You want know, to have the knowledge, I want to have the fitness, the health, the ambition and drive that no matter what comes along, when that next phone call comes, I can just say yes. I don't have to worry. Just go and do it.
0: Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Cobar. Joining me in this fourth installment of The Coach's Corner is John Latock of Stormforce Fitness. Please note that this is an 80-minute conversation that we had uh, prior to Christmas, which I've dropped over the festive season in four parts. So if you haven't listened to the first three installments, please go back and listen to that to give you some context on what we're talking about in this episode because all of the episodes uh, flow on from one to the other and uh, there's things that we tie in together between every single one of those episodes. Let's get this episode underway.
1: That's one of Mm. the reasons you're not getting results because for six months a year, you are literally treading water because you just, you completely sack off the plan. And this Um, goes
0: back to what we were talking about earlier with the all or nothing mindset, man. You know, most people are like, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. So, everything's gone. And it's like, no. Like, what can I fucking do to minimize the damage? You know, going back to um, what you said earlier when I went around Thailand, right? Like, I wasn't training. Mm. Um, I actually tore my hamstring playing a rugby tournament, like, the first weekend of that trip. Um, you know, I was fucking driving around everywhere. I was hiking. Don't get me wrong. I took 110,000 steps over the course of a week. <laughs> so, that was recovery for my hamstring, right? But I wasn't training, man. And I wasn't eating the way that I normally eat at home. And I wasn't sleeping. I didn't have my sleep routine. Um, you know, I didn't have my structure. So, that kind of threw everything out. But, you know, I was still managing what I could. That didn't mean that I, I can't train today. So, now I manage to just eat whatever the fuck I want I was still managing things as I was going and and I was in that mindset of well what can I do to you know manage this and minimize the damage yeah. and that's the thing there's gonna be times where you're in a I mean fuck man I'm in a I'm in a maintained stage or a maintained phase for like six to eight months of the year mm. where I'm going you know what I enjoy training because training makes me feel good. Um, but I still enjoy having a pizza on a Wednesday and a couple of beers on a Saturday and watch the rugby or whatever. So that's a maintained phase, right? I'm giving myself a little bit of leeway. I'm doing the right thing 80% of the time then, you know, there's going to be times where I've got a rugby tournament coming up where I'm like, all right, I'm going to start tightening the screws. I'm going to start dialing yeah. everything in. Now I'm going to reduce, you know, my alcohol. I'm not going to have a pizza on a Wednesday night. And I'm, my training's going to be fucking dialed in. I'm going to be managing how many calories I'm eating and in what ratios and micronutrients and all that type of stuff. And I start tightening those screws, right? And I might only be in that phase for like a month to three months of the year, right? My commitment levels at like an eight, nine or a 10. So then, you know, my my um my screws are tightened my nutrition's on point my sleep's on point my you know everything's on point but then there's going to be other times where you know I'll go back to Australia for a month and I'll have Anzac Day with the boys knowing that I'm going to be drinking beers and knowing I'm probably going to be going out for burgers and um shit like that mm. so then it's like all right I'm going to minimize the damage You know, I can be a little bit looser with things, but it's not fucking all or nothing. It's like, what can I do now that's going to minimize that damage? I think that's an important point for a lot of people. And, you know, tying back into what you just said, man, is like, you need to plan ahead. Mm. If you know that December is going to be, you know, it's festive season. Every fucking year, doesn't change, right? (laughs) You know what December is going to bring. So plan ahead, man. Like, if you know that you've got something coming up, you know, you've been dieting for six months, you go, all right, cool. I'm going to lead into that, you know, going into Christmas, New Year's, I'm going to reverse diet for like six to eight weeks so that, you know, when I do eat fucking three and a half thousand, four thousand calories (laughs) on Christmas Day, you know, it's not a massive excess and my body is going to be able to adapt to it. I'm not fucking ballooning out. So prepare ahead, man. Like, are you going to be eating tomorrow? Yes. Mm. Everyone fucking knows they're eating tomorrow. You know, it's not a surprise when you need to fucking eat. (laughs) Plan ahead. It's not that hard.
1: Yeah, I it, what gets me is like when people say, "Oh yeah, but I, I want to enjoy Christmas." I'm like, "You don't fucking enjoy Christmas because you feel guilty <laughs> about it. You're worrying about it. You, it's people like you and I that do enjoy Christmas because we don't give a shit. Like, oh, you know, even you know, we went and watched a footy match. We have a few beers. We're not, we don't even think about it. We had a few beers. We get on mm. the next day. We're training again. It's done. We're not getting up and going. Oh God, I look fat on it. You know, so." To me, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a misdirection that people think it's this this is the idea of discipline is freedom. You know, it's like that little bit of discipline all of the time gives mm-hmm. you the freedom to mm-hmm. you know have a night out and not worry about it. And, and that's why, to be honest, I don't like things. I don't know if you guys do it in Australia. We have things like Stoptober, where you don't drink for the whole of October. I'm like, well, mm. I don't really understand what that does. Like, if you, because a lot of people are almost counting down the days to November the first when mm. they go out and get twatted again. <laughs> and so, so, what do you yeah, think 100%. has happened? Like, it's the same with food. Like, you can't just diet for a month and kind of bank the results. This is it's not like money. where well, I can put money in the bank and it will hopefully still be there when I go back. It doesn't work like that with muscle building and fat loss. It's like as soon as you stop doing. What you were doing; those results start to disappear, and unfortunately, they disappear faster than <laughs> they came on. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I don't I think, think like.
0: there's in, a, I don't. I don't think there's anything like inherently wrong with setting New Year's resolutions, yeah. or um, I, you know, I don't do them myself because I don't need a fucking New Year to mm-hmm. set myself some goals and to reflect on you know where I'm at right now, the decisions that I've made to put me in the position that I'm in to then go alright well this is where I am that's where I want to be how do I close that gap like I don't need a yeah. fucking new year for that I don't need you know I don't need a Monday for that no. <laughs> you know the next decision you make is the most important one yeah. so
1: well this is um, what I mean about like for me the the problem is that things like new year it, it's often what we forget is our bodies have evolved over thousands and thousands of thousands of years our brain as well how the brain reacts that side of things and hormones don't understand that it's New Year. They don't understand that it's your birthday. They don't understand it's... Science is science. Certain things work and certain things don't. And, you know, the the stresses that you or I have, have come back from childhood and things like that. And, you know, if you have a a fear of letting other people down because you're always having to impress your mum and dad. If that if that fear exists in November, it's still going to exist in January. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to let people down, you're still going to work too hard and you're going to not go to the gym because you don't want to let your boss down and you're going to do more overtime. And all of these things, it, it sounds quite deep, but that's because it is. And it, like we said earlier, if you don't take that time to understand values and things like that it's not going to be any different in January just because the calendar has tipped over it doesn't Mm -hmm. it literally doesn't make any difference Um, and that's why I don't have anything inherently against the new year's resolution I just think it's so misdirected Uh, even people going oh I can't wait till 2021 because 2020 has been shit because of covid it's like, where do you think the virus is going on January the 1st? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. you know, we're still going to be in the same situation. The virus is still multiplying. Certain things still need to be done. The vaccine is still required. It's not going to be different because it's 2021. Um, and that's not... Be- Some people take that as a negative. It's like, oh, you're just being negative. I'm, I'm really going to make an effort on January the 1st. So it's, like it's not me being negative. It's me trying to give you a positive life for the, the other 11 months. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, man. You know, it's That's like an that that's, that's awesome point uh yep yeah no that's an awesome point man is is you know you don't need something to start something mm. to do something you don't need a fucking uh, a catalyst right you said it earlier man like most people when they want to make a change they like look in the mirror and they're like oh fuck how do i end up 30 kilos overweight like mm. what happened you know it's or you don't need your doctor to be like Hey, if you don't fucking lose 30 kilos, you're going to be, you know, yeah. dead in the next 20 years or whatever. Like, people shouldn't need that, but people wait for that to happen. I mean, here's the advice that I can give, man. Like, I, I did want to go into some advice, some tips, some guidance, some, yeah. um, you know, some strategies. But, I mean, fuck, ultimately, take ownership of your own fucking life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't look for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if there's one piece of advice that I can give, it's like, take fucking ownership, be accountable for your own shit. and you know have that conversation with the man in the mirror because if you're not fucking having that conversation and you know no one else is going to have those conversations with you except for someone like myself or jlt but if you're not paying us then who else is going to have that conversation with you
1: yeah (laughs) right these kind of podcasts always intrigue me because i could literally sit here for four hours talking about this stuff and i I always I want to give those those tactics and strategies, but I think the problem is that we don't know what battle like if there's even if there's only five people listening to this, I guarantee those five people are they have different lifestyles, they have different battles, they have mm-hmm. different experiences with food and and training and so on. Um, and it is you know we can certainly chuck out some some strategies. But again, you personally, listening to this, need to go away and ask yourself, will this strategy work? Is it implementable? Is it something I can do in February and March and April as well? Because if it's not, honestly, we're we're wasting your time and you're wasting your time. Um, It's, like I say, it always sounds like a bit of a, a downer. It sounds like a bit of a negative, but that's just what I've discovered along the way. You know, Unless I can get to know you as a person and know your struggles, You know, I've had some, um, like I say, without wishing to take this on a bit of a downer, you know, I've had people, there was a a lady once that came in for a consultation, and again, to cut a long story short, after 45 minutes, she tells me that I'm the first person she's ever told that her um, when she was younger, her parents used to invite other couples around to sexually abuse her. Fuck. Now I'm like, I I literally just sat there. It's rare that I'm kind of lost for words, but I'm like... This is not the answer to this. Is not the ketogenic diet. <laughs> the answer is not kettlebells or, or barbells. You know, it's you know, you're, you're, yeah,
0: man. There's there's something a lot more fucking deep seated yeah, there. No, and this know, is that's the, extreme.
1: This, but the point is, everybody yeah. has been through something like that. That you know, mm. maybe they then found food as a comfort. Um, mm, exactly. Maybe even training. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. Something I hear regularly is, I don't like group fitness because I, you know, I was bullied at school during PE class because I was fat so again me saying to you I'll come and join my fitness camp or oh yeah just go in the weights area and lift weights that person's Mm -hmm. brain as soon as they're moving into that space their threat levels are going through the roof um and for me to say 10 by 10 squats that's gonna that's gonna help over Christmas (laughs) because it's higher volume is it (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah yeah and and yeah man fuck dude like that's 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 a brilliant point um and, you know, as you said, I would love to give people some tips and strategies and tricks and shit to get through the festive season. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give is be accountable for your own fucking shit. Plan ahead, prepare and, you know,
1: I think, a, think about the person sort of that you direct, want to be. Yeah, direct tips like related to that is... I don't remember, I can't remember who said this. It might have been Ori Hoffmeckler, He wrote The Warrior Diet. I could be wrong on that, but I think he said basically when it comes to alcohol, drink the first, sip the second, and refuse the third. That's kind of a good way. You get a little bit tipsy. You can hang out. Chances are you can leave at 10.30, be in bed, and you've had a good evening. Um, And I think if you can't do that and you're like, oh, yeah, but it's going to be a boring night, my question would be like, if you need to get bull-bagged to enjoy this person's company, do you even need to be there? Like, you know, for instance, yeah. me and you could sit in a bar and drink lemonade, and we'll still have a good conversation about training. We'll chat shit about whether it's called football or soccer. You know, we'll, we'll do all of this stuff, Dude, and we'll go. And train I'm not doctors. even drinking alcohol now. Exactly, and that's the thing. <laughs> that hopefully, people aren't finding this, this boring, but that is again something I realise. That's something that as you get older. You, you, I guess, you need less and less people in your life, and you, you start to realise who are real friends who's valuable to your life even if somebody's not a a friend as such you can have a good conversation about i don't know work or investments or whatever and they bring value to your life but you know ask yourself do you need to be going out nine times over december Like, do do you really know that many people are you that close to that many people that you need to go and get smashed or even go out at all with those people like i have a group of friends over here well, three of them are over here. Two are over in the UK. You know that—that's my core group of friends. I have my my business uh, my business night out, um, and I have my family stuff. Like to me, that's Christmas. It's probably three or four times. And like I said, there's only really one, well, two a races there. My close friends, I mm. drink whatever. My business one, I drink whatever. Um, but even with my family, like I don't need to smash nine beers to have fun with my family. You know, maybe some people do yeah. but for me personally I get on very well with my family I don't need to get pissed to have a good Christmas and you know get angry at Monopoly and stuff like that you <laughs> know um, <laughs> so that's that A, B and C race thing but yeah I think that that's really the first thing is like do I really need to go on this night out um, mm-hmm. and then yeah just kind of manage a drink a bit more something else I always found was every third drink have a pint of water and it's amazing how it's that thing, you have something to drink. Because for a lot of people, it's like having that thing in their hand. Um, you know, you can you can still drink your alcohol, get a bit tipsy and have a laugh, but the water is also sort of helping to, to clear the system as well. Uh, that's kind of the, the alcohol thing. I think nutrition-wise, like I said, it's that even if, you, you know, you're not really going to count calories. If you're going out for a meal, you probably don't know how many you're eating. But simple things are the like the fasting. You know, fast... For breakfast and lunch, you know, miss out on those meals. Um, yep. Maybe yeah. have a little bit uh, before I mean, you go out so the alcohol doesn't hit as hard, but it's yeah. not actually like a that good hard strategy. Manage,
0: yeah, exactly, man. But but again, it goes back to, you know, you and I could, could easily say, you know, just uh, leading into whatever, Christmas Friday, right? So let's say uh, you might reduce your calories a little bit, mm. you know, you're going to be drinking a fair bit. So reduce your carbohydrates, reduce your calories, yep. you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, leading into that do whatever you want on christmas day but then know that you need to kind of ease your calories back up over the next couple of days and eat a lot of you know um whole real colorful foods that are going to give you the right nutrients to aid your recovery and detoxification Mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff like you know that's a fucking strategy that i'm going to give to people but unless they know how much energy is on a fucking plate of food then that strategy is not going to work right so, I think that education component is very important because, you know, like you need to, you need to have a base level understanding of the fucking fundamentals yeah. before you can implement these strategies.
1: I think, you know, another thing is people just eat like a dickhead on Christmas Day. Like, <laughs> eat a lot, but realistically, you know, do you need four desserts? Do you need, Mm. you know, people are are going back like sausage after sausage after sausage after sausage. If you just eat normally, if you've got meat on your plate, you've got potatoes, you've got, you know, a lot of that stuff. It's like when people say, oh barbecues, ah, that's too many barbecues. I'm like, what is wrong with a barbecue? Like barbecue meat is, you know, you're not gonna get fat, just it's the things that come around that that you didn't need to have. So call it awareness, call it what you like, you know, by all means, have a dessert. But don't be like a five year old who's like, oh I've gotta I've gotta have one of every dessert. Like, have a dessert, leave it at that, maybe have one later on. And I think that comes back to that thing of we often say eat whatever you want, but we are realistically still eating within some limits because if I if I just keep eating and eating and eating, I can literally feel myself about to explode. That that yeah. should you know, to me that is just like a, a bit of a warning sign, oh, I'll stop there, I'll come back later. Um, yeah, I mean, like because you, yeah. you don't you don't
0: you don't you don't end up enjoying it. Like if yeah. you eat so much and you're eating just to fucking eat yeah. because the food's there, you're yeah. eating for hedonistic value of what it tastes yeah. like, and you know you end up not in, you enjoy it whilst it's going down, but then 15 minutes later, you're like oh mm. I feel so fucking sick, and like now you're probably going to shit yourself later on, yeah. <laughs> probably going to sleep like shit. You know think you know think about the implications. You know, a lot the of, unintended probably, consequences. Like, I, I mentioned
1: Ori like, He... So he wrote the uh, the Warrior Diet, which is effectively you eat like a hunter gatherer. You basically nibble through the day, you know, you're picking stuff through in the forest or whatever, and then you have whatever you caught. You eat a bigger meal in the evening, and you, you can kind of use that strategy. But also, what he says when you come to your evening meal to stop you gorging because you feel hungry at that point is start with the high protein stuff, mm. then eat your vegetables and you know by mm-hmm. the time you've done that and then if you want to have carbohydrates this, this is just for the, the, the warrior diet but it's a very good strategy for your, your christmas meal if you eat a, lot. a load of turkey then you eat a load of vegetables by the time you get to the roast potatoes you probably had that 20 minute period where leptin kicks in it's like that kind of i'm full hormone the mm-hmm. leptin's kicked in and you will just find that you then won't eat a load of you know potatoes and sausages, and again, I'm not saying don't eat the potatoes, but I'm just saying that strategy alone can make it easier. You'll, you'll naturally just not eat as much, you'll still enjoy the meal, you'll still have a bit of everything. But the natural thing is, oh, it's Christmas Day, I'm going to start with six sausages and loads of roast potatoes, and then I'll have like a square of ham at the end. because <laughs> you know, it's just reverse how you eat your meal, and strategies like that can make a massive, massive difference. Yeah, you know, we all know yeah. it's hard to gorge yeah. on. steak. Like, I did an eating challenge once. It was a what was it a thirty two ounce steak and onion rings and all this sort of stuff. And we made the mistake probably of having the steak first because you know you're, <laughs> the, the time it takes to chew it and digest and it sends yeah. messages to your your body that I've already eaten enough. And by the time I get to the onion rings and I was just like, oh man, I'm done. So use that strategy. It's a poor, to your poor,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say it's a poor strategy for uh, eating competition but it's yeah, a it perfect shocking, strategy for Christmas day. 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 <laughs> I think I could have done it that way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's brilliant. That's brilliant, man. Um, you know, we could have this conversation for the, yeah, the next couple of right. hours, but I'm obviously aware of your time. Uh it is getting late here um we'll start winding up the episode mate i'll split this up over probably you know three to four episodes i'll listen back to it and uh and figure out the best way to split up because we're (laughs) fucking all over the place here but i mean at the end of the day like we we tied everything back in together um you know we the first things we spoke out spoke about two minutes in we brought back around you know 40 minutes later so i think that was really cool man Mm -hmm. um but thank you very much for your time bro i really appreciate it where can people find you mate
1: um, well, my, the business website is stormforcefitness.com, um, that's largely our um, kind of local thing, but otherwise find me on Facebook if you can spell my name properly, John, J-O-N, Latoc, L-E space T-O-C-Q, that's probably the best way. Um, happy to answer questions, develop anything, as you can probably tell, I'm like Sean, you know, there's, there's plenty more underneath all of this, and it's exciting to, to get to know people and to wrap up the episode, that's really the key to all this is let us get to know you, get to know yourself. And then the implementation side of it, the tactics side of it is probably simpler than you think because you, you find mm-hmm. something that resonates with you. And the good thing then is you can start to ignore all the bullshit that flies around you know, yeah. within reason. Yeah, what, what, once you find what works for you and what training you like and a, a nutrition thing that works for you, you know, you're good to go pretty much for the rest of your life. So take yeah, the time to do yeah. that, base it on your values build the the process off the values and that will get you to that goal and you'll be surprised what you can achieve
0: yeah you and i are very similar in that sense um you know we do we're very educational we give people the information the knowledge to be able to you know shape their shape their lives for the rest of their fucking lives man so that's awesome mate i'll have all of your links in the show notes mate thank you very much for coming on the show we'll need to do this again definitely And that rounds out this four-part installment of The Coach's Corner with JLT of Stormforce Fitness. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay tuned for more Live, Train, Perform episodes coming this year. If you enjoyed these episodes and you got some benefit from these messages, please pass it off to your friends and family and any five-star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Much love, guys. Peace.